Fab Lab Podcast, episode 66, Drift. Welcome to the Fab Lab, the stone industry's only podcast dedicated exclusively to the business side of your stone shop, where we focus on improving operations inside the business so we can experience more life outside of it. So let's get down to business. Aaron Crowley here on the Fab Lab Podcast. So glad that you tuned in for another episode I am not in the Fab Lab studios. I am not in the Fab Lab cockpit with my co-pilot, Wes Rice. I am still on vacation, still flying solo, doing a little vacation episode here. Continuing this discussion, kind of a related topic to the maintenance topic that we had in the last episode, talking about how to maintain components of our business, the people, the processes, the procedures, the equipment, you know, the things that are going to wear out over time, the things that need maintenance and ongoing care and evaluation. We use the airplane analogy that, you know, flying on a commercial flight is about the safest <laughs> mode of transportation known to mankind because of the systems that are in place, the checklists, the oversight, the redundancies that are there to make sure that as those components wear out, they're evaluated and replaced as needed. So we're going to kind of continue that conversation today. It's a little bit deeper, though, than just the mechanics of maintenance. This gets into the values of our company, but it is really, really important. So before we get to that, I want to mention a word from our sponsor, No Lift Install System. Now, this is related. We can replace a component on a piece of equipment. We can take our install vehicle and have the alignment, you know, redone to get it back on the road. We can repair the roof on the building. You know, we can replace saw blades that wear out. One thing we can't replace is highly skilled installers, especially in this labor pool. Now, you can't just go into the shop for your installers back and say, hey, I need a new vertebrae. I need a new spine. I need a new elbow. I need a new knee. Those those components cannot be replaced. Those components really can't even be maintained. The, 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 the necessity of actually eliminating the strain that would otherwise wear out an installer, that's what you have to do. And that's what No Lift Install System has done. It has created a piece of equipment that transfers that wear and tear, all of that strain that is placed on an installer's body, and it puts it on a piece of equipment that doesn't feel the pain. It just operates day in and day out. Lifting, rotating, and sliding those heavy and awkward 3CM countertops onto cabinets so that those highly skilled installers of yours don't have to suffer the effects of that weight, the lifting, the straining, the reaching, the twisting that puts so much wear and tear on those highly skilled individuals that are so, so important to your company. So don't wait until one of them wears out and you have to try and replace them because you can't. Go to noliftsystem.com. Check out their financing. Go to No Lift Systems' YouTube page. Check out their 50 or 60 videos. Check out how you can improve your install department by eliminating that wear and tear. Visit NoLiftSystem.com today. Now back to our topic. Had an interesting experience here. First day we were here, went to the beach, of course, took the surfboards and the boogie boards down to the beach. A couple of my little kids were playing in the surf. One of them was like scuba diving, or not scuba diving, but was snorkeling back and forth. But a couple of my older kids, my teenagers, they surfed took the surfboards and paddled out. And what they didn't realize and what I observed immediately was the power of the current on this beach. And before too long, unbeknownst to them, they had drifted down the beach a couple hundred yards. Now, one of the interesting facts about this beach is that it was very beautiful sand, huge, long beach. But once you reach this fence line, about a 200 yards down the beach, that 
beautiful sand disappeared and it became a very jagged, rocky, coral coastline that you could not paddle a surfboard up to. And if you got fatigued or tired and the waves pushed you, you'd be up against some rocks and in real trouble. And the lifeguards on the beach would be down there probably trying to rescue you. And so as my kids were out there paddling and catching waves or trying to catch waves, they were slowly but surely drifting down the beach towards that rocky shoreline. And I got really, really nervous, really, really anxious. Now, thankfully, eventually they realized what was happening and I was able to watch them paddle and paddle and paddle and paddle against that current to kind of reposition themselves, catch a couple of waves and come up onto the beach. And I ran down there and I said, do you guys realize what happened? No, what, what? You know, they're teenagers. The power of this current pushed you way down. And I said, look down the beach. What do you see down there? What's on the shore down there? Oh, rocks? Yeah. And I said, what would happen if you got too tired to paddle back up the beach? Oh, gosh. Yeah, same thing. Same thing is true for our businesses. There are forces at work. There are currents in the marketplace. There are currents within our own companies that are pushing on us. And the risk to us is if we're not careful, if we're not aware of those currents and what they potentially pose as a threat to the success of our companies, we risk being pushed downstream by forces that are too strong for us to overpower if we get tired and they can push us up onto the rocks and it can be really dangerous for our company. So we're going to talk about this topic today of mission, vision, and values. Having landmarks on shore and having anchors to secure us so that as those, as our companies grow and those forces are applied to our staff and to our company at large, we're not shoved down the beach and up onto the rocks. So mission, vision, and values, landmarks and anchors. What do I mean by that? Well, let me, let me just say this. Fellow stone shop owner, ladies and gentlemen, you have ideals. You have values. You have beliefs that you have held on to, and they have made your company successful. The fact that you have employees now means that you have ideals and standards that you have held on to, and they have made your company successful, and it's grown. That is inevitable. When an owner holds to those values, the inevitable outcome is that the customer base increases because more people want to do business with a company like that. So congratulations, fellow stone shop owner. You have done something fantastic. And inevitably, you have to hire people to help you continue to espouse those values. And since your, your work is a manifestation of who you are, of the things that you hold dear, of those values that are a part of you, and, and in a sense, they're infused into the very fabric of the company. The risk is, is that as the company grows, it's easy to fail to pass on the visions that you have, the beliefs that you have, the visions that you have, the values that you have that have made your company successful. And the risk is, is if that isn't communicated effectively, those forces those currents that are inevitably and always at work in a negative sense, pushing against your company, pushing against your company, pushing against, they never relent. That force is always being applied to our companies. And we have to understand this, that as our companies grow and the number of employees that we hire grows, we have to become increasingly conscious of those values, of those ideals, of those standards that we have to maintain. Remember, we're talking about maintaining the standards even as the company grows. So how do we do that? 
Well, as I mentioned earlier, we talk about this in two different ways, landmarks on shore and anchors to keep us from drifting. And so I want to talk about mission and vision first, because those are the landmarks on shore. When you're out, you know, 100 yards, 200 yards, 300 yards out into the ocean surfing, and you look back on shore in that lifeguard tower, it's fixed. But if 10 minutes from now, you look over and you go, my gosh, that the lifeguard tower has moved. How in the world did the lifeguard, did they pick the lifeguard tower up and move it 200 yards down the beach? No, the current pushed you. Those landmarks are fixed. They're a reference point that gives you that warning sign, the radar. Hey, I'm getting pushed down the beach. This is dang, I gotta, I gotta do, if I don't do something different, I'm gonna wind up on those rocks down there. I gotta correct my course and reposition myself, maybe start up the current so by the time I'm done, I'm where I really wanna be, in a safe place. Well, the same thing is true for our companies. That's our mission, that's our vision. Mission and vision. Mission is the essence, the stated essence of what you are. It's a sentence or two capturing the essence of who you are and what you're about right now. That's easy. That's a landmark. That's fixed. Needs to be written down so it can be communicated. Vision is similar but different in this. Your vision is what you aspire to be in the future. It's what you're aiming at. It's it's where you're going. You can look out there and say, that's the landmark. That is the direction that we're heading. Also has to be written down. Your mission and vision have got to be thoughtfully capturing the values and the ideals, fellow stone shop owner, that you have. What are you all about today and where are you going? If you haven't been through a mission, vision, values exercise, you really need to do that. I'm going to make you an offer here at the end of this episode. If you'd like, I'm going to send you my mission, vision, and values for our stone company just as a reference. This is a, a something to compare to, but you you really have got to have these figured out and you've got to have them written down because as your company grows, you've got to be able to communicate that effectively. You can't be everywhere at once as your business grows and the number of employees you have. If you're out doing a template, the shop's operating. If you're out in the shop, then you got installers. You're out on a sales call, everybody's at work. You can't be everywhere at once. And so those ideals that have made your company successful have got to be written down and made available to everybody in your company so that when drift begins to occur, they can recognize what you're about and where you're going. And it will cue them in to go, hey, we got to reposition ourselves or we got to be aware things are pushing us in a direction we don't want to go. So that's mission and vision. Mission, what you're about today. Vision, what are you striving to become? Those are your landmarks on shore. They do not move. You move because of the current, because of those forces, and they allow you to reposition yourself to maintain the course that you want to maintain, which is the success that you've already experienced. Now, what about your values or your core values? Those are the anchor. Those are the stated values, the truths about you and your company that you never violate. You've got to assess yourself. You can't just pick somebody else's values because they're not yours. Your values have got to be those undeniable, never compromised realities about your character that you have infused into the company. Those have also got to be written down and stated. And like I said, I want to make an offer to you. If you would email me, Aaron at AaronCrowley.com, I will send you the mission, vision, and value statement just as an example. Now, our mission, I'm going to share that right now. I don't even have it in front of me. It is to be a calm, safe harbor from the chaos of the world for employees customers, and suppliers. I don't even have to read it. 
our mission right now, I want to build a company that is a calm, safe harbor from the chaos of the world for my employees, for my customers, and for my suppliers so that when people enter my place of business, they feel it in their bones. This is a safe place. This is a calm place. This is a place I want to be. I can't necessarily put my finger on it, but I can feel it. That's my mission as the owner. I work very hard to maintain that. Everything cascades down from that. And if you'd like to see my full mission, vision, and values, email me at Aaron at AaronCrowley.com, and I'll send you a copy of it for your reference. But it's got to be yours. Those values have got to be reflective of who you are. You and I may not share the same values, although we might. Yours are going to be different. You've got to identify those and you've got to write them down. So when you're in that situation, when you're backed into a corner, that current is pushing on you and you've got to make a decision. Better yet, your employees have to make a decision. You don't have to be there. If that mission, vision, and values has been written down, has been stated, has been repeated, has been upheld by you, the owner, once it's been stated, then everybody in your company has a landmark on shore and an anchor to stabilize them. It isn't a question. It isn't, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? It isn't, I wonder what the boss would do. They know. Now, let me tell you how powerful this is. I've been on vacation for over a week now. I did not take a cell phone. I did not take a computer. I have not received a single solitary text, email, or phone call related to work. In fact, I'm recording this podcast on my wife's iPhone, and I will email it to Wes so that he can produce it and upload it. Beyond that, absolutely zero contact with the 20-plus employees in my stone shop. And do you want to know how I can leave my company and enjoy a vacation with my family without having communication with them? It is because we have had the stated mission, vision, and values in our company for about five years now that I have relentlessly referred to every company meeting we have every month. We bring up an aspect of the mission, vision, and values every time we're in a leadership team meeting and we got a tough decision to make. Well, let's refer to the mission, vision, and values. What does that say? Almost without fail, once we stop long enough to consider our values, it becomes clear, becomes immediately clear. Now, oftentimes, it's immediately difficult because oftentimes making the right decision according to our values is the hard decision. It's the costly decision. It's the expensive decision. It's the difficult, emotional, it's the emotionally difficult decision that we have to make. But the fact is, once that mission, vision, and value statement was created, was documented, written down, and then distributed, and then upheld, everybody in the company, for the most part, knows the decision to make. And I was able to tell my leadership team, you guys know what to do. You know the decision I would make even if I was here. We would, we, would all, we would all return to the same values, the same vision, the same mission to determine what to do in any given situation where we are being pushed by that current, possibly away from what has kept us successful. We've got the landmarks on shore to reference and we've got their values to anchor us so that we can maintain. Remember, we're talking about maintenance here, maintaining the ideals that have made us successful up to this point. If we don't have those landmarks in that anchor, we will drift away. It's inevitable. It's inescapable. If you add staff, eventually those pressures will get to the point where compromise occurs. Shortcuts are taken. Things are forgotten. The way we do it, the way we used to do it, 
may become a distant memory, and what made us successful in the past is overlooked. And that's what we're here to do, is to continue to make our businesses successful even as they grow. In a sense, success is the threat. As your company becomes successful, it's going to grow, and that growth is going to present those dangers, those rocky shorelines that the current is going to push your growing company towards if you don't have those landmarks on shore and you don't have that anchor to position you to hold you fast against those currents that are pushing within your business. So ladies and gentlemen, fellow fab shop owners, I just want to encourage you, if you don't have mission, vision, and values established in your company, you've got to do that because the success, the ideals, the standards that you have employed up to this point, drift is occurring. It's inevitable. It's inescapable. You cannot avoid it. And the only way to counteract it, the only way to maintain that success is to, is to identify your mission. What are you about today? Identify the vision. What are you hoping to achieve? What is your company going to become? What are you hoping to do? The purpose you intend to fulfill as a company in the future, that, lawn, that landmark, that lifeguard tower on shore that gives you that reference point in terms of where you want to position yourself and the direction you need to go against that current. What about your values, the things that you will not compromise, the things, the beliefs, the standards, the, the morality aspect of, of who you are as the leader, as the owner, as the uh, a CEO of your company? Those have got to be recorded. They've got to be documented, and then they've got to be communicated to your staff. And when you do, you can leave. Your company is secure. It's got a reference point. It's anchored. It's not going to drift away from success even in your absence, a yeah, brief absence. And so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. You know, again, I was sitting on the beach just like when we landed in the last episode. We soon as we heard that plane was broke down and in need of maintenance before we could pull up to the gate. As soon as I saw my kids drifting down towards that rocky shore on their surfboards, I thought, what a great example. What a great analogy of the forces at work in our business and the necessity of having mission, vision, and values to give us landmarks and anchors so that our companies can continue to be successful even as they grow and are threatened by that success. So ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, what a privilege to tune in with you. I have not done, I haven't even thought about my countertop shop, literally. I literally have not thought about it, but I have been thinking about you and I've been thinking about this episode all week and what a privilege and what an honor it is to be able to record this and make it available. And so I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you'll tune in next week to the Fab Lab podcast because we will continue this conversation into the future. And in the meantime, make sure you check out AaronCrowley.com. Something that I may not have mentioned in the last episode, I've got three books that powerfully changed my career, the trajectory of my business, the E-Myth Revisited, the Goal, and the Toyota Way. I've written a brief statement about each one of those books, and you can see it at the bottom of the homepage of my website, AaronCrowley.com. So if you'd like to learn what influenced me to build the business that I have built that allows me to leave on vacation without a cell phone and a computer, check out those three books at AaronCrowley.com. Maybe one of those will, uh, will speak to you like they spoke to me. So ladies and gentlemen, what a privilege. I look forward to chatting with you on the next episode of the Fab Lab podcast. And until then, happy fabricating. Happy fabricating.